games. Yeah. Yeah. Got a chick on my carpet. I feel like a lion. Put your dreams in the air. Watch what happen. I can't trust your word. I know you be capping. Living my way. I make my own rules. I make it look smooth. I make it look cool. This chick on my arm. She fine, but she rude. Got a little attitude. By her Jimmy Choo. Flights with the Ubers. We making moves. We making moves. I was up early. They still hitting snooze. Better take over the game. Wow. This beat from. Welcome in to Three the Hardaway, aka the Three Man Jalen Weave, aka the best big three since LeBron, D Wade, and Boz live on YouTube. Please leave a like on the stream. We are 21 subscribers away from 100. So it's 21 of y'all. Can y'all do something for me? Please, 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 please. <laughs> we also uh, available wherever you listen to a uh, uh, podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anybody podcast. So leave a five-star review and we'll greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you don't know who I am, I am the walking bucket providing instant offense. It's your boy Savage. Up here, we got my guy, the coach on the sidelines, taking them to school on and off the court. And when I say it's really shitty, it's really shitty. Coach Shitty, what's good? Hey, man, nothing nothing major, man. But just letting everybody know, um, this show was taking off. I don't know if they heard the last show, man, but the, the DJ we got here, man, he was giving us some spins. He had some spins so bad, I was hitting the back button. <laughs> on my on my my car like wait where's this song at my meanwhile i'm rewinding the whole dang on podcast back to get it together but hey get with us right now though let's go yes sir the man had the editing so smooth i was like i don't know how to gonna do it but uh, he did it that's your favorite dj's favorite dj the sample man himself mr Ted secure too was good Man, I would just like to thank y'all for just allowing me to be me. That's all, man. What up, Aiden? What's up, Aiden? Bucket getting Aiden game winning. Aiden, Aiden game winning touchdowns. You know. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, like I told, like I've been saying before, man. Basketball is synonymous with hip hop. So yes, thank, sir. appreciate y'all for just letting me do what I do, man. And if y'all listening, y'all got some dope independent artists. Send them our way. They may be featured on an, on a future episode. But this song we definitely gonna keep going, man. So appreciate y'all for liking the slaps and you know appreciate it. Let's get it. Yes, sir. If if you are an independent artist and you listen to our podcast, like like to said, we we want to help you guys out. So uh, we don't have a, a three to Hardaway email just yet. I will make one at some point. Uh, but DM us on Instagram or TikTok or Twitter, and we'll link up uh, that sort of way. Uh, but again, just hit us up for sure. 
All right, see, you said you got a trivia question as always. What's the gonna take my job? How you taking my job? (laughs) One job, you just don't take it. (laughs) And as true as that is, there, uh, too, um, I just want to make sure you have plenty of time to get them spins back for us together again, uh, (laughs) which I know you will. But I was going, I was doing some research about value of players, and we're gonna talk about on this show, but let's digress and talk about this at a different show. But, anyways, Mm -hmm. let me give you some hints. Now, I want you to guess who this player is, okay? This player currently, this season, made a, just about $500,000 less than John Moran. Hold on, I'm going to give you some more, though, okay? Since April, he's been on three different teams. So he's been traded twice. And he was traded back to the original team that drafted him back in 2009. Can you guess this player? Oh, I'll give you one more hint. He is a what I want to say. He has won a championship. 2009. Mm-hmm. Original original team. <laughs> the A to say is Kawhi. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Kawhi. Uh, it, well, I'll tell you what, he did play with Kawhi. I'll give you some more. He played with Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dr. Pertle? Pertle? Not Pertle? Damn. Because he went back, back to Toronto. Uh, sheesh, that's a good one. Okay, so he was drafted in 2009. He was drafted in 2009 by this team that currently has him again now. This team is in the playoffs, by the way. Matt, I'll give you some more. This one, the teams that played yesterday, so I'm narrowing it down for Hold on, man. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't appreciate y'all stumping me, man. I'm normally good with my basketball history, and two been beat my ass for like. Pause. Been beat yeah, my hands for like, and I, and I don't appreciate not knowing this one. So I don't know. <laughs> you, you want okay, some more? Yesterday? Okay. Now nah, yeah, we go good. We good. Now nah, we good. We good. Okay. So it ain't Brooklyn. what position? <laughs> what position? Well, we're positionless basketball, ain't we? God um, damn it, Sheedy. Uh, but I will say he's not a center. How about that? He's not a center. He got he's traded a center. this season. He's been since April. He's been on three different teams. And, he, and he's been traded. He's now officially on the team where he got drafted from in 2009. Who the hell? Who the hell? <laughs> Mind you, he's making $500,000 less than John Morant this season. So he getting paid the buckets and was drafted in 2009. I'm literally going through the box score. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, man. Let me know when you want another hit. I'll be sure. Damn, I literally do not know. And he making $500,000 less than John Morant. This, east, east, okay, East or West? Listen. East or West, bro? Okay, East. East, okay. And narrows it down to four teams. No, six yes, teams. Sir. Six teams. So it's Brooklyn, Philly, Atlanta, Boston, Knicks, and Cavs. Who the hell? Hold on. Name those teams again. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Philly. You said play yesterday. Yes, uh-huh. Right? Brooklyn, yep. Philly, Atlanta, Boston, New York, and Cleveland. He's played on two of those teams, including one of the teams he's on. Oh, well, I feel dumbfounded, bro. I, and I hate this. I hate it, too, because I'm like, who the hell? <laughs> I knew I had on the one. Hawks? Hawks? No, he's not I mean, on the Hawks. Damn. Was he on the Hawks? It's not Al Horford. No, he was no, not. No, no, he ain't. Who the hell got drafted in 2009? He's, he's a champion. He's a champion. Okay. Okay, hold on. Who won championship? Let me see. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to edit this on the Spotify version, but that's that's cool because I'm I'm dumbfounded right now. And Man, he, he's... yeah. You want me? I, if I give you this hint for sure, I think you'll get the person who. Okay. Okay. He's a not just a one-time champion. He's a three-time champion, 
And now is he a three-time champion? He's done it on three different teams. Hey. And he played yesterday? I didn't say he played yesterday. I thought you did say he played. Yeah, yeah, no. You said he played yesterday. I said he plays for he plays for a team that played yesterday. So he ain't getting no clock. Okay, okay, wordplay king. Wow. Okay, okay. See, you ain't yeah. shit. I just want you to know that you ain't shit. I'm I'm I so he didn't play. He he got a, a DNP yesterday. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Derrick Rose. Ooh, no, sir. Not there was ain't one championship. No, sir. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's it true. ain't yeah. uh bro. Who the hell? This 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 is bad. Danny Green. Danny, what hold on? Who he play for? Hold on, he get five hundred thousand dollars less than than, than Ja. This wow. year, yes, wow. he is. He is making $500,000 less than John Morant this year. He started with Damn. the uh, Damn. with yeah. uh, Philly, Philly in April. Then he got yeah. traded to Memphis. No, no, no. He got traded last year. He got traded in April. So you, not, not, not you. No, no, he got traded you. this year, too. He got traded this year. I know. He got traded three different teams. You're right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Philly, Memphis, Cleveland. The original team that drafted him was the, the Cleveland him. Cavaliers. 2009 second pick i mean second round mm. he's won three championships spo he got on uh, Kawhi's back and then the year after that got on lebron's back wow damn that's that's good, a good one good one good i one, forget about danny one. green i thought he was somewhere <laughs> doing something else i, I didn't know what he was doing he, he clearly wasn't playing he didn't play yesterday so i nope. He was not on my mind. Hey, Savage, I got to yeah. ask this one, bro, because this is about Cleveland real quick. I, okay. I just Go got ahead. to, and it's on my mind. When was the last time the Cavs made the playoffs without LeBron James? Outside of this year. Uh, so this year's the first they time. They didn't make it last playoffs. year, right? They didn't make it last year. No, I'm saying, when, when was the last time the Cavs made the playoffs? They didn't make it last year, right? They it had to be Craig Elo when Jordan hit the shot. Off. <laughs> I was, what year yeah. was that? 80. Was, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Need the eighties. Mark the 80s. Price, Matt Daughtery. I would give you. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. At least let's say ninety five. Yeah, I know. Ninety five. Close enough, Shady. Close enough. Close enough. Close enough. Ninety eight. Ninety eight. Ninety eight. Was the last Who the time the Cavs made the playoffs without LeBron? Was it like Cedric? Was it Cedric Sabalas or Cedric Henderson? One of them guys played with them. I think. I can't remember. Mark Price, Price is all. Mark Price, yeah. Mark Price, <laughs> one of them guys. Man, okay. Bob Sura, probably. Yeah, I, I had to go back and think about this. Wouldn't even doubt it. Anyway, we. I've been getting my ass kicked by the trivia. We're gonna get one eventually. I get. I got. I got to get back right, man, because I used to be on it with my basketball trivia. Now I'm just trash because y'all just be digging deep into the bag. So no, yeah. I did, anyway, I ducked that one. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> Anyway, we did have some basketball yesterday, so I did want us to kind of discuss uh, about what we thought about what happened with Saturday's game ones. We did have uh, four games on the haps. We had Philly and Brooklyn. Brooklyn ended up losing to Philly, of course, by 20 points. Uh, Boston and Atlanta, 112-99. Boston just easily handled Atlanta. Uh, New York and Cleveland, 101-97. New York takes home court advantage away from uh, the Cavs. And then the nightcap was Kings at Warriors. Hey man, Sacramento, Sacramento was lit. <laughs> Sacramento, they was they were ready for the playoffs, man. Outside was was like purple, like the beam. <laughs> and then inside, I mean, we saw Darren Fox and Malik Monk just go to work. Uh, what did y'all think about just any of the game ones from yesterday? What up, Lito? 
I'll, I'll just start with the first game. Like, I, I literally, like, because we're going to spend a lot of time, I feel like, on those last two games. Yes, sir. Um, and so from the first game, first of all, I want to go ahead and, and, and say this right now and give roses and flowers to they need to be given to James Harden. Uh, and what I want to say about James Harden is he is the only player, I believe, that has three scoring titles and has also been the assist leader in two seasons. The only player to ever do that. And we knock him down because he is not one to ring. Yes, but we don't knock down Dan Marino. Um, and we don't knock down Carl Malone or Charles Barkley or other players that didn't get Patrick Ewing for not winning rings. Um, and so in this take right now, kudos to you, James Harden. You were my dark horse to win the MVP. I should have put you on an all-NBA team last podcast we had, at least the third team, for you to still be leading the league in assists. And if you guys want to continue to double Joel Embiid in the paint, everyone's going to start paying for what James Harden can still do with shooting the ball. Um, and so I will leave it at that for just that series. That's all I want to talk about for that game. But I want to give James Harden his kudos right now. Um, whether or not he goes to wintering, I don't even care. He's the top 75 player of all time. And I'll die on his sword. If he never wins a ring, that should not deteriorate him from being one of the top 75. We don't if, – if it's all about rings, then we would say Bill Russell is the greatest player of all time. Right. 11 of them, right? <laughs> he got a whole so, bunch. Yeah, I'll just, <laughs> I'll, I'll just pause it right there. <laughs> Toot, what you had? I like that you gave uh, Harden his 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 credit because um, I had him on my third team last week for sure. And just like I said, regular season James Harden deserves absolutely, but mm -hmm. it's times like this that's that's going that's he's going to be tested in. Uh, with, with that being said, I do expect a sweep. Maybe the Nets get one home game. <laughs> yeah. But it's like if you're going to double Joel, you got Tyrese Max, you got James Harden knocking down shots, you got questionable Tobias Harris that hopefully can show up and do his thing. So. Um, I like that one. I think the one game that really stood out to me was honestly, and we, of course, we're going to talk about the Warriors and Kings, but the Knicks and the Cavaliers. You talk about a straight up 1980s, 90s. Man, I loved it. <laughs> kind of game. That's something that I like. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see, you know, teams like the Warriors and Kings scoring 120 points. I, I like to see it, but me, it's like it's playoff basketball. It's our childhood, it's, man. It's, we, it's we our childhood. Right. <laughs> like, come on, man. You got the, the two stars going at it with Bronson and, and Mitchell. Like, I really can't ask for anything else in that series. So I, I really want to pay attention to them. I do think it'll go game seven. Don't ask me who I got winning. I think I answered mm -hmm. last week, but now <laughs> don't ask me who I got winning. <laughs> I, like, I like that I'm seeing a defense play not only by one team, but for both teams. With, with with that series, um, I want to point out because I know Shitty talked about the Twin Towers with uh, mm -hmm. with Mobley and uh, Allen. Man, Julius Randle was getting to that basket. Man, he was getting to that basket. It was one play. Mm -hmm. It was it was one play in the post where Randle just bodied into him, went up layup. It was another play on a free throw, body into him. You know, mm -hmm. and, and Mobley still he's still a baby, man. He he ain't yeah. got to his, his adult body just yet, and he will get there. We saw with Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, mm -hmm. but I, I like what I saw from New York in terms of like they weren't afraid to go to the paint. And we, we've seen Brunson been hooping all year. And then the one player that stands out the most to me, and every team needs one of these players, Josh Hart. Josh Hart, I mean, it don't matter with the scoring, it don't matter with the shoot, he can get buckets. We know that that man is the best rebounding guard in the league. I don't want to hear about anybody else. That man, that. That man mm -hmm. gets every yeah. single rebound he had 11 yesterday i think he had 17 11 i think i think that's what he had wow, uh, yesterday 
But that man, he gets every rebound, and rebounds leads to either you keep the possession or you mm. change the possession. Tell uh, to and, him. And, you, and you need that in the playoffs. Every possession matters, whether you're getting one mm. or you're taking one away. So uh, I think that series is still going seven. But I, as, as somebody who picked the Knicks in six or six or seven, I can't remember what I said exactly. You said Knicks in seven. Seven, okay. Yeah. Um, as somebody who picked the Knicks in seven games, I feel good about what I saw. Now, the difference is Cleveland did not shoot well. Garland had a bad game, mm-hmm. uh, but Navi Mitchell showed up, which I know he's going to show up anyway. He's going to get his 30 points regardless. Nobody can guard him. Uh, but the starters were, for the most part, aside from Garland, were positive <laughs> plus minus. The bench struggled. Whereas, like, the Knicks bench came in and they went to work like that, Josh Hart. And then I didn't mention this guy in my preview, but Hartenstein, he's a good big man. He's a good big man. Like, didn't see it coming. <laughs> Hartenstein's a good big man. So mm-hmm. the Cavs are going to need help from the others in addition to uh, what Spider Mitchell already offers. So it's going to be a long series. It's going to be a hard fought <clears> series. <throat> Whoever makes it out alive this series is going to be tired in the next round. They'll yeah, be tired as hell. It's gonna be a dog fight. Hey Savage, let me ask you this real quick because Josh Hart actually outscored the whole Cavaliers bench. Mm. How often do you think that's gonna happen? Like, you think that's gonna happen uh, again? It's. It, I hope it don't happen again. They've been not hoping happen again because I mean, Josh Hart, he hooping, but I don't need him getting getting twenty points if I'm if I'm Cleveland. I, I need somebody to, to contribute and stop some kind of way. But like I said, Josh Hart is just he is built for the playoffs. Like he is exactly what you want. A guy that knows his role can start mm. if need be, can come off the bench and do his. And do the dirty work. That's what you need. That's like the perfect Tom Thibodeau player. Mm. He's literally Josh Hart. Yeah, and um, I'm going to address that. I'm going to come back to the Knicks and Cavaliers. I just want to just dibble my toe real quick into another series that we don't really care about. Now I'll come back to this more important series. Um, but the Atlanta Hawks um, and Celtics. Okay. <laughs> it's out. It's out. It's over with. It might be. It might be three. Um, it, first of all, Quinn Snyder. Knows what he's doing with those Hawks. I, I'm gonna talk about the Hawks. I'm not gonna talk about the Celtics. We know the Celtics won this series. Mm-hmm. The Hawks came back in the last stretch of that game, towards like middle of the third quarter to about the middle of the fourth quarter. Um, and a lot of this that they did was without who Trey Young mm-hmm. and the Jonathan Murray. DJ Murray is playing phenomenal basketball right now, and it's. I mean, he's going to be overshadowed because the Celtics are playing with with two guys that are way better, not way better, but better than him, right? Um, and a better team. But they don't come back with Trey, Mer- uh, Trey mm-hmm. Young at all. Trey sat on the bench, had on his whole overalls, warm up everything. Like, I, you don't even need to come back because DJ was leading this team. So, Atlanta, if you're hearing me, go ahead and get his bags ready. Go ahead and send him <laughs> out somewhere. I don't know what's going on and why we traded for um, Sadiq Bay or whatever. Oh, yeah, Atlanta. Almost like that, yeah. The writing's on the wall there. Go ahead and get rid of that. But anyways, this series should tell you something, Atlanta. Start building around DJ and Quinn Snyder and what they are believing. And just, you know, curl up tight, okay, because the Celtics about to give you three more, and it's over. Now, to the more important series, to your point, Um is the Knicks and Cavaliers. The Knicks won that game, and Jalen Brunson didn't even play probably his best game. No, he missed, missed a lot of shots, but still played well. But he, he could, could play better. <laughs> missed a lot of shots and then play a lot of time in the first half because mm-hmm. he was in foul trouble. Foul trouble, yep. And my, 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 Dallas, y'all missing somebody, by the way? 
Got to pay somebody. Ooh wee! But now we out. Well, I'll leave that alone. I'll leave that alone. <laughs> but Jalen Brunson, you talking about Donovan Mitchell not being able to get guarded? Jalen Brunson wasn't getting guarded either. And even if he was guarded, he was finding the shots. <clears throat> kudos to Julius Randle. Kudos to to your right point, Josh Hart, coming off the bench to have more points, seventeen points than the entire Cavaliers bench is disgusting. Gerald Levert needs to step up and sing and do something <laughs> um, before this series gets real out of hand because Spider can't do this by him. I've I said this multiple times before. Mm-hmm. The thing that Spider he needs help, and I was under the assumption that with him leaving the Utah Jazz and coming to a team with a big that can actually score with Evan Mobley and not be, I don't know, waiting for a lob or a rebound to score like Rudy Gobert, which we'll discuss later, um, would be lending itself better. But it just didn't happen this one game. Now, I'm not going to overreact, but if the Cavaliers don't step up, the Knicks are going to battle them all the way throughout this, and they might be done in five, to be honest. Um, but I'm still standing my ground with Cavs in six. Tom Thibodeau did an excellent job. Um, and J.B. Bickerstaff, they said that you were one of the maybe coaches of the year, um, maybe top five, whatever. I know you didn't get invited. They didn't see it that last game, especially with Jalen Brunson being out. I, I, you should have, you should have taken a horrible lead when Jalen Brunson went down, and they didn't at all. Um, and so I kudos to the Knicks, kudos to Tom Thibodeau, and really Josh Hart. Um, because he gave a really big insurgence uh, off the bench for 17 and 10, like you said, 10 rebounds. Amazing. Inside Scoop uh, says, Randall 7 for 20 from the field. We lost no bench play. Like, the bench was terrible for Cleveland. It was absolutely terrible. Gave up too many rebounds. We missed too many free throws. And I don't know what he meant by Randall. But, yeah, Randall, Randall probably didn't shoot well, but he made his presence known to mm-hmm. Evan Mobley, who only had eight points. I think he was like four of – like 11 or 12 it, he he won he won scoring like that man like and, and you need that from evan mobley and again this is evan mobley's first go around in the playoffs where the the brand of basketball is a little bit different than what you're accustomed to in the regular season it's way more physical which is it helps julius randall out uh but he uh somebody mentioned on twitter he gotta get in the weight room he will he'll get better he'll get stronger and he needs this to be on he needs to be bullied just like how jaron jackson jr was bullied you know, when he was coming into the playoffs, he'll get better from it from this year. But the hope for Cleveland is that they can they can improve upon it right now because right now if they lose the next game, it might be trouble. You got to get one. If if I'm a team on the road and I win game one, I'm like, why not game two? We can get game two as well. You know what I'm saying? So I think that it's tricky when you talk about Randall because he still went three for ten from the three point mm-hmm. line. Yeah, like he went. He pulling the move. I don't know why. He was pulling. <laughs> so it make it tricky, especially when he is an inside scorer for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I think that to the point you're making, why he struggled, why he had so many shot attempts, Jalen Brunson wasn't there. So yeah. somebody got to score. Yeah. Um, Josh Hart is not really the guy that's going to take you off ball, so to speak. You right. play your offense through Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, let's get into that. That uh, Well, Scott, I got something real quick. Scott said the Knicks win was very impressive. Cleveland came back several times, and for the Knicks to still pull out that win after the Cavs tied it with two minutes to go, Brunson was unguardable last night. I, I, I attribute that to Tom Thibodeau, man. We know he's one of the, the best defensive minds we've ever seen, coach the game of basketball, uh, and he was he was ready. He was like, hey, uh, Spider, you're going to do you, but I'm going to make sure nobody else get theirs, and that's what every coach wants when you're coaching against a superstar. It's like you're not going to stop Spider from getting 40. But I can hold up Garland. Garland was like the only minus player in the starting lineup. Like he he had like 17 points. Did not have a, a good game when he averaged like 21 points. So he had below his average. And 
I'm a big Tony Allen fan. Tony Allen always says, if I can get you below your average, I had a good night. Mm-hmm. I had a good night. Yeah, one assist too. So it kind of hurt me a little bit. But <laughs> you had money on it? No, nah, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and can I say, like, Garland looked like lethargic, so he to did. speak. He like, did. he looked to see, can Spider take this game over? And mm-hmm. he was like the second, the third fiddle, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. And Darius Garland's got to get in his head. Spider wasn't here last year. Mm hmm. Right, if this was your team, you had the keys yep. last year. And it's almost so, two passes, man. Like, you got to get yours too, man. Yes, man. They don't have that many shot attempts, and he just looked timid even when he had the ball. It just, it just didn't look like it, the it same was his first team. playoff game. Let, let's chill. It was his first playoff game. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I give him it. We, we come from a, a coach perspective. Like, nah, go get yeah. yours, man. We know you yeah. can do it. Go get yours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into the, to the nightcap, man. So, um, Kings and Warriors, man. I watched this game from start to finish. Definitely the most entertaining in terms of like the modern game, not like the the late '90s or 2000s, but it was a high scoring offense drama, everything that you could ask for. Andrew Wiggins was back; he looks pretty nice right now. Um, the Kings, like I said, Sacramento was lit. Literally, they lit the beam. <laughs> uh, but my immediate thoughts about that game, well, my initial thoughts right after the game was like, if I'm a Warriors fan, I'm kind of like, all right, you know, cool. We did not play our best game. Absolutely did not. Uh, the 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 end of the game was kind of questionable as far as the play call. I was hoping that Steve Kerr would have run that uh, out of bounds play where they toss the ball all the way uh, on the other side of the court and get the misdirection uh, towards the actual person taking the ball out. They end up running the play with Steph Curry did like a running three point shot. So I'm like, I want my shooter to shoot in form, not a, a, a running shot. I don't, I don't need that. Uh, but still, they only lost. I was it three points. I forget how much it was. Yeah, three points. In Sacramento's hostile environment, it was a hornet's nest, literally in Sacramento, and they only lost by three points. So I, I said it last week, game one, especially in these uh, games or such series, it's all about downloading information. Okay, what, what did they do well? You know what I'm saying? I saw several times where Golden State was able to just run their offense smoothly, and like Tuka always says, it's pass, 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 layup. I saw Kaminga do that. I saw uh, Kevon Looney do that. Ball was moving, the ball was popping. They just lost. Just lost the game. So, what were y'all thoughts about this game? Well, with me, um, it's literally any Lakers, Memphis, Lakers. We'll talk about them as well. Um, <laughs> with me, anybody really could have won this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that with me being a bad man, I told y'all anything happened. You know, this is literally the perfect situation uh, for Sacramento to win their first home game in umpteen years. So literally everything fell through the cracks. Um, am I still confident in my Warriors pick? Kinda. <laughs> Kinda. I'm not gonna even lie to you. Um, do I because the thing is like, do I expect the Aaron Fox to put up 38 points after what I see? Actually, yes. Because if you look at him, he had the better defenders, he had the Draymond Greens on him. He was killing him. He had the Andrew Wiggins for the most part, even though he got to get his legs back. He was killing him. You know, even the Gary Payton's tried to stop him. He was killing him. So again, do I see him getting 30, 38 points again? Yeah. Yeah. But at the same <laughs> time, do I see Malik Monk getting 32 off the bench again? Yeah, not really. He, <laughs> he, he might look Malik Monk been on one this year, man. He's been, he on, been one on one this year, one. but 30 points off the bench again in like, like another game. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? I can say yes because these this Kings team is 
rebounded their asses off. Yeah. To a, I didn't expect them to, to be this kind of a rebounding team. Like I knew they could. I knew they were like one of the top offensive in the league because they get offensive rebounds. Yeah, but if you rebounds, look at man, that, crazy. like Sabonis has 16 boards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Harrison Barnes, who's on his revenge game, revenge series tool, he has seven of them things. You know, Alex Lynn, who came in and provided nice size minutes and make it mine, man. He looked like nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so for them, for them, this is this will be a good series. And Sabonis, like he did what he wanted to, even though he went, you know, only he struggled. He struggled. Points. He struggled most of the. He game struggled right a little there. bit, but I think once he get going, he can be a inside threat that can take down the Warriors, who again are at a lack of size. So thank God that Wiggins coming back mm-hmm. because. If Wiggins went here, I'll be like, Shitty, y'all got it. <laughs> like, like the beam tonight. <laughs> but like I said, Wiggins coming back, I think it does help a little bit. Um, I would like to see him be more effective in his role, you know, last year, which was, you know, being the best perimeter defender one and for two being the best rebound on the team. Of course, that'll come in due time. But in due time, you know, this game one, a lot of people say uh, game one don't mean a lot. I'm somebody that put a lot in game one. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you win three more, you, you win the next round. So if for Andrew Williams to come back and try to put his performance, I kudos to him. But is it a little too late? I think we'll find out in the future. But I'm expecting this series definitely to go seven games. Real, real quick, City. Yeah, Trey Lyles. I do not remember Trey Lyles shooting threes in Kentucky. I, I do not remember that. And he had four of them. Yet. I'm like, damn, somebody get a hand up on this man. <laughs> Somebody, I mean, he made once he makes two. I'm like, all right, man, let's nah, 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 nah. Well, yeah, go, go ahead, see. Sorry, you can never kind of go say Oh, um, so if I'm looking at last last night's games, right, in regards to that, and I'm talking about game one, and I want to like roll with the punches in terms of game one, the Kings had to win game one. And because they had to win game one, it's their first time in the playoffs. To your point, I'm telling you, I think it was 16 years, to be honest, um, for them. If they lose that game, it's an emotional deflation mm-hmm. to them. I thought about that as soon as I was like, y'all better win this game because yes. it was so lit in there. If y'all lose, ooh-wee. Exactly. So the, they had the most pressure yesterday to win that game. And to the point of, um, you said, Malink, if Malik Monk don't score another third, that's fine. But you can guarantee Malik going to give you at least 20. Yeah. Now, what I will also say is I don't think Trey Lyles will give you another 16, 18 performance that he get. But Kevin Huter for sure ain't going to give you just six points again. Mm-hmm. Keegan Murray has made the most three-pointers in as a rookie. rookie. He only had, what, three points, I believe? Mm-hmm. So I think two. both two points. And I think, you know, there can be better shooting from the Warriors as well. So I think even the next game – we're looking at maybe even some other people that will step up and be there. And this is going to be a very exciting series. Yeah, this it is. is it. This is this for all the games so far we've discussed. This will be the must watch. This is a series that don't nobody need to do nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you got anything scheduled on TV, forget about it. All right. Um, and what I will also say about the Kings, and I just watched this to it was last night, I believe. It was J.R. Smith was talking about the 2015, I believe, in 16 Cavs, okay? During that time, that was when they came back, you know, whatever, um, and won the series. A one big advocate for that person or that team was Matthew Bella DeVoe. Bella, whatever. Bella DeVoe. Deli sandwiches, okay? Was a really big key into that because he had to guard Steph Curry everywhere he was going. Did he put up 
amazing stats? No. I mean, did Steph Curry put up amazing stats? Not amazing enough to win. Yeah. But he still put up numbers. But if you're taking him, <clears throat> Matthew Deli sandwiches, to guard Steph Curry for as long as he can, that means you're leaving your other four players to mm-hmm. do the best that they can. You got Davion out here mm-hmm. on, on still. And guess who's with the Kings? Matthew Deli sandwiches. <laughs> by the way. Wait, for so, real? Yes. He Where? Is? I don't see him, I don't see him, on, don't see him. On, the, on the bench. He DMP, man. You know he ain't gonna play. You got a polo? He got to have a follow because I don't see him on the bench. <laughs> yeah, he got to have a follow, bro. I don't see him on. <laughs> so I will say, that, and I'm, I'll find it um, by the time we get done. But mm. this will be the best. They had the Kings had to win that game. If the Kings yeah, lose that right. game, they might be. They may have been done in five. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. because so much emotion was riding. Yeah. I've said this already, and I will preach this again. I also believe that each team will win a game against each other at their place. You said that you said one each. You did say that one each. And so be careful, be weary. But also what happened last night, we're going to see some other players step up on both sides. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be fun to watch as well, because home environments, home crowds, Huter might get it rocking. Um, you know, Sabonis is not going to have another, what we have like 11 points, 12 points. Sabonis had 12 points. Uh, minus nine in the game. That's crazy. Minus yeah. nine. Because uh, Draymond Green is continuing to show he might not be defensive player of the year for you guys, for us, for the season. But when it comes to the playoffs, that man is bar none. I'm about to find Matthew Deli sandwiches. No, no, no. He that, that, That's a fact. He is a member of the Kings. I don't see him. Like, normally they put him at least on a DMP, but they ain't even yeah. got him with that. He must be like just not playing on, on the active roster. He got to be like the, the, the 15th or 16th man on the roster. That ain't <laughs> But you know what, though? Having him to be in uh, Davion Mitchell's ear, who Davion, his bread and butter is defense. Defense. And I saw him chasing Steph Curry Mm -hmm. all game long when he was in the game. You know, so there's there's some merit to having Delva Dova say, hey, this is how you guard him because I played him at his peak. Like right now, he's still Steph Curry. He's still, you know, a, a great player, but he ain't like how he was 2015, back-to-back unanimous MVP. So, yeah, that, I, I definitely – there's some merit to having him there. If you just uh, box score watching, man, like you mentioned Keegan Murray, and this is just indicative of the playoffs in general. This is a guy who could have been in the rookie of the year conversation. Like, you know, he may be like the fourth person, I think, in the conversation, but he has, what, 16 minutes? Like, that's just like, hey, you're a young player. You ain't playing. I'm sorry. Like, I don't care how good you are, first-round pick, lottery pick, I'm putting in – uh, who was that? Davion Mitchell, who like second year player, Malik Monk, Alex Lynn, and Trey Lyles. Like Keegan Murray, hey man, he, <laughs> he was plus one, but he didn't play that much. So it was some some level of coach from Mike Brown to understand, like, hey, I, I'm gonna need you at some point. Just be ready when you can, make your shots. But just know the leash is short, regardless of how well you play uh, in the regular season. Yeah, not, and to that point yeah. that you're making, he will get more time as mm-hmm. time goes on in the playoffs, even in yep. this series. To me, I again, it was too much riding on game one. And you're yes. a rookie, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You can either shoot us into this or shoot us out of this. So yep. I think Mike Brown made the, the right call yep. for that and putting in someone that's you know has more, um, I don't know, drive or more maturity right then mm-hmm. and there for that. And we saw that last year, even with like Kaminga. Kaminga would get in, he would start and then he gone in five minutes, like and, and would not play for the rest of the damn series. And Kaminga only had what 10 minutes yesterday, I think. Yeah, 10 minutes. So it's like, hey man, if you ain't contributing. Getting up out of there. One thing that I did notice that might be hurtful for the Warriors is that Steph Curry was plus 11. I mean, Steph Curry, of course, you have a positive plus minus, but everybody else is like minus one, zero, minus 14, minus five, minus three, minus five, minus five. That to me, I mean, plus minus, take it with a grain of salt, 
But more than anything, what I can take from that is like Steph Curry, he got to play 40 minutes, y'all. Like he got to play the whole game, which is not good for Steph Curry. This is your best player. He cannot play 40 plus minutes right now. And he got to because they don't have a choice because the Kings can score in bunches. Like they had, I think, 75 points going into the fourth quarter, something like that. Ended up with 126. <laughs> 126. And I tweeted, I was like, yeah, the, the Kings average 121, and they ain't close to it. And they passed it in the fourth quarter. Like, that's just that's the Kings, man. So Warriors gotta figure something out, man. I still pick the Warriors, but they gotta have contributions from somebody other than Wardell Stephen Curry. So Clay or uh Jordan Poole, Toots guy, <laughs> gotta figure something out. Jordan, speaking of Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole, like I don't, I don't like too. I'm like you, man. This offense with him in the game is it pisses me off, man. He just started dribbling, attacking the basket. Talk, I don't say it for my health, bro. <laughs> turn the ball health. over. Like, what are you doing? Like, stop. Like, Pat, move the ball around. When when the ball is moving, the offense is works. When you go in and one mixtape and you losing the ball, it happened like two or three times. And I was like, get him out, coach. Get him at the game. Like, stop. Why are we paying him this money to, for him to be goofy with the ball, man? Like, it just I'm just maybe mad. Let's get mad, man. Uh, Darren asked, you think, Wiggins, my world. <laughs> <laughs> you think Wiggins get back in the starting lineup in this game? Uh, it I, won't I be the next game. It'll be when they're in Golden State. He He's going to need to feed off that energy yeah. that Golden State can bring. I, I think it's too early to bring him back in the starting lineup. Now, even if you pull him after four or five minutes, I think yeah. it's too early. I think it depends on, on mm. how the game goes. Right. Like When, when Wiggins got in that game initially, he scored like, what, six or eight points, and it was like, okay, he he's, he hasn't lost much of his step. He still got to get back in basketball shape, but, I mean, a hooper can hoop regardless of if they're in shape or not. Um, I I don't know, man. If if I need to make a move and get somebody out of there for the sake of having a, a good start and getting out to a, a, a big lead, I think I would start Wiggins personally. I think I personally would. I start him to stop some of those offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. Um, because like even with the star lineup, like Harrison Barnes has seven of them. Kevin Horder, who didn't have a great shoe night, still had five. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the Warriors who rebounded on the Warriors, Steph has six, Kevon Looney showed up for sure, mm-hmm. and Dre did his thing. But like I think to limit a more offensive point um, offensive uh possessions, I think you kind of need Wiggins to come back in that role and do what he did last year. Yeah, I agree. And if Wiggins hitting that corner three, it it, it changed the whole series, man. His presence is, is a difference, definitely, for the for the Gold State Warriors. So uh, that game, game two, thank God, is tomorrow. I'm like, yes, let me get right back to it, man. Let me get right back to it. It's, it's like, I think the Grizzly series is like, you got a game today, and the next game is like Wednesday. Like, nah, let's go. It's, if, if you at home at home, let's go ahead and get these games rolling, man. Uh, I think that's probably because of Lizzo, though. It's something with Lizzo happening in Memphis. I don't know. Yeah, um, they rescheduled her, though. <laughs> All right. <laughs> As they should have. <laughs>
what it takes to get you. Flustered and anger issue. Projecting thoughts is insecurities like it's an issue. Bless you, but it's the tissue. Shelter, but cold like igloo. Felt you, you shut the doo doo. Feel like somehow gon' fool boo. Now what am I supposed to do? Feel like I'm stuck in a loop. I'm shooting shots, you shooting shots, but we cannot hit the hoop. And we go deep like the roots, but we a house with no roof. So when the rain come, who gon' say something? See, we just spent a lot of time lately. Yeah. Feel like we wasting a lot of time, baby. Yeah. How about you tell me what's on your mind, baby? How about you tell me that you my baby? See, we just spent a lot of time lately. Yeah. Feel like we wasting a lot of time, baby. How about you tell me what's on your mind, baby? How about you tell me that you my baby? So tell me how you the games today man real quick um so today we got four games uh first up of course after this podcast is over with we got lakers and grizzlies and then sheedy's miami heat y'all made it man y'all made it <laughs> miami heat versus the milwaukee bucks and then the two night games clippers and Suns, uh nuggets and timberwolves within the night so um Give me y'all's keys to like this first game, Lakers and Grizzlies, because I mean that's the one that we all, at least for right now, care about the most until the Miami Heat game for for Sheedy. Uh, but what do y'all see happening today for Game One? Uh, I'll, I'll start. Um, I think the the key <sighs> Grizzlies again. I, I we've yet to kind of say it. well. We've said it. I just want to make sure I'm more loud and clear for everyone else. Um, Brandon Clark missing is huge for the Grizzlies. John Moran can do a lot. Bang can do a lot. Triple J can do a lot. Yes. But the person that does the intangibles, besides Kyle Anderson, who's gone, but we can talk about him later, was Brandon Clark. Brandon Clark was the one boxing out, getting the rebounds. We just talked about how Josh Hart got 10 rebounds, right? Brandon Clark was averaging about seven or eight, I believe, last season coming off in the playoffs, coming off the bench, right? Um, we're missing him, but, and the Lakers are not just gelling. They're kind of locked in like it's time to get this this ring now, and that's a very scary side. So if you're asking me the keys for this one, if you're the Grizzlies, <laughs> you want LeBron to shoot as many threes as possible, um, and then you want you you'll 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 take the shooting if you can contain the paint, Grizzlies. <laughs> Yeah, you're fine because the Lakers are not a good shooting team. So contain the paint. And if the vice versa on the other side, if you're the Lakers, you need to stop John from his drive. But you also need to close out on shooters mm-hmm. because they got Desmond Bain. They got Luke Kennard. 
And if Dylan Brooks is feeling froggy after missing seven, he's going to make an eighth one. <laughs> so you just, you have to be wary of that. And so those are my key, like, again, Grizzlies have got to stop the paint and let them shoot. And it's the opposite for the Lakers. The Lakers have to close out on shooters. And then John Morant, again, John Morant may go off and get 30, 35. You'll live with that if that means the other shooters are not getting what they need. I think she you hit it like everything right on the head. Um, and it starts really on the inside. Um, because Brandon Clark literally does like even like the, the team last year was I wanna say better defensively, um, because of the players that we had. Like this is a series where we might miss uh DeAnthony Melton. Yeah, that we may miss um Kyle. Yeah, we may miss uh Kyle, uh, Kyle Anderson. Definitely damn sure gonna miss Brandon Tillman. Um <laughs> so and I think it like literally starts on the inside like granted I do believe that the Lakers are going to out rebound us for the, for the entire series I hope that I'm wrong I'm praying that I'm wrong I'm just hoping that the out rebounding don't be as big of a margin uh to the point where even like the last game we just talked about you know what I'm saying with Sabonis getting 17 rebounds most some of those uh were <laughs> extra possessions and then you helping the Kings who are great three-point shooters you know give them more threes granted the Lakers aren't as good of a three-point shooting team as the Kings, but at the same time, they got knockdown shooters that are hit. You know, they got a D'Angelo Russell. We do want, you know, LeBron to shoot as many threes, but he is going to hit them. Yeah, he hit them. Uh, he hit them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who 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 guarding AD? Not a damn body, not a damn So Hopefully, Not even know. DPOY? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. No, we'll no, see. no. To, you see. don't answer that question. You we'll let see. this man down there answer that question. He made the hashtag. He used to be a Lakers fan. I mean, you let him answer that question. Thank you later. for using the right terminology, Chief. Thank you for yeah. Used that to used to be still used to be. <laughs> <laughs> I would ask that question. I I do think that, like Jaron, he's a good like hoverer as far as like the defensive part, and he can he can slide his feet too. But I mean, Anthony Davis is he's a Hall of Fame player. He's a top seventy five player of all time. I mean, I ain't gonna disrespect Anthony Davis, so he's still gonna get his. It's just everybody else can't get theirs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, go ahead, go ahead too. Uh, we got we got to make sure that uh, <laughs> Austin Reeves don't be cheated either. You know what I'm saying? Because we got uh, I forgot one of the referees I actually screenshot it. Oh, Scott Foster. Scott Foster. The Grizz is like one and four, pretty much a losing record when he uh, referees one and three, um, in playoff games, and the Lakers are four and one. Uh, so that's something to pay attention to as well. I honestly think that whoever win game one gonna win the series. Ooh. Like that's just me being straight up because the Lakers could come into Memphis with that extra. They've been playing, you know. They they like you said, she did. They've been gelling. Uh, so this could be, you know, a, a situation where the Grizz may <laughs> may look pretty bad coming off the jump, and the Lakers take full advantage of it. Um, hopefully, it's not. Um, hopefully. The Grizz can find a way to win, especially with it being in Memphis. But I told y'all like two months ago, like this, if it's one team I don't want the Grizzlies to play in the playoffs, it's the Lakers. And with us back in the defensive depth and the rebounding depth that we had last season, this may or may not be an issue. Granted, we got we got better shooting. Absolutely. But all the shots gonna start falling this this, this series. So we'll we'll see. So the Grizzlies have a bad tendency to lose game one. They always find a way to whether that's on the road or at home. They like, like I agree too. They have to. I won't say that who wins game one wins series, but like it's crew. You have to win game one. You have to uh, because you don't want to get behind the eight ball. You know, going into having to go out to LA a three four hour flight to go over there. You do not want to have to go to LA and have to win game three or game four. You don't want to do this. So they got to win game one tonight and then build momentum to win game two. 
the way that the Grizzlies can win this series is they got to get the turnovers and get out in transition and score because Sheedy talked about it all year on this podcast. Lakers defense is terrible in transition. They've gotten better. They've gotten better in recent recent months, but it ain't like just the best in the league. Uh, so if the Grizzlies can get turnovers and then take opportunity to, to get those transition points, they they should get out ahead of the Lakers because Lakers can't shoot. They 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 want to slow the game down. They want to play half court, go to the free throw line, play slow, which helps in the playoffs. That that helps them in the playoffs. But if you prevent that from happening by scoring consistently and getting out ahead of them, then that helps the Grizzlies out. Conversely, the Lakers, if you don't turn the ball over, you make your shots, you, you get to the free throw line, slow the game down, like the Cleveland and New York series, then you you probably could win this series. Yeah. But I just think that the, the Grizzlies. Their shooting is so improved that the only way they lose if they don't make their shots. If you don't make your open threes, Bang, Kennard, Jaron, Dylan on occasion, <laughs> John, you got to make your open threes because you got like trading three for two is better than zero for two. You know what I'm saying? So if they can do that, I, I think the Grizzlies should win this series. And if, if they are the team who they have been since the trade deadline, they should get them out of here in five games. Just my two cents. They should. Will they? Will I agree with that. I agree with that. <laughs> I literally woke up this morning and said, if the Grizz go, if the Grizz can win at five, cool. But if it goes six or seven, shh, yeah. give me the Lakers. <laughs> they got to finish them quick, man. They yeah. got to. This can't they got to no get. Quick. They got to get. They got to get up three one. Get like get up three one. Like if you can do that, you got three chances. And if you lose, then it's it's on y'all. Like y'all just lost that series. But like you got them. I don't care if Scott Foster's referee, y'all. I do. I do not care. Like I do. <laughs> You've been cool. talking about how the league been cheating for the Lakers the whole like the whole the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are better. Right. You cheated the are better. Ref, referee in this game, and you not worried? I, come I, on, come on. Hey, LeBron don't get all the calls, man. If he did, he would have got it against uh, Jason Tatum again that Celtics call. So, <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. they they I don't care about that. Like, go out and win the damn series. You have a better team than the Lakers. You should still win regardless. Get to the free throw line. Do what you gotta do to kiss up to the referee. Hey, talk to him before the game. What's up, Scott Foster? You good? I'm just some barbecue. Yeah, do something. Do something. Like that's that again. Tony Allen's my favorite player to watch. That's what he talks about. It's like before the game, shake his hand, say, "Hey, hope you hope you have good health. How the family doing? Talk up the referee to make him feel better about himself and call the game uh, evenly." Uh, real quick, some comments we got. Inside scoop says, "If the Grizzlies play and not talk, they may have a chance to pull the series out. No Clark, no Adams may hurt." Hey, they're gonna talk regardless, man. Unfortunately, they're gonna talk. That's what they do. Win, lose, or drive. They're gonna talk. And if they get behind or if it's a close series, I think I think the smoke screen comes off about the Steven Adams thing, too. Mm-hmm. And then P Shark, uh, make sure the game isn't close enough to leave it in the rest. I agree, Shark. Oh. Like, make make your three. Oh. If, if you make your threes, it's not a game because they can't shoot. If the Legacies are making threes, then it's like, hey, ain't nothing you can do about that. It ain't nothing you can do about them making threes. They they have not shot well at all this year. Uh, but if you make your threes and play defense, cause turnovers, you should win this game. Otherwise, the Lakers are going to win game one. This is how it is. Hey, Savage, if the Lakers uh, get more threes than us this Grizz, uh, this game, can you can you come on over? Because you've been talking <laughs> you ask me like every week, word. man. You ask me every word. week. Man, you talk about the Grizz shoes. If the Lakers hit more threes this game than the Grizzlies, we need you to come on over. Anyway, next, next series. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not dealing with y'all today. It's game day. I ain't dealing with y'all. Next game or next series, Miami and Milwaukee. I'm going to let Shitty talk about this, man. I'm going to let Shitty have – first of all, how do you feel about them being the AC? I know you're happy about that. You talked about this. You you talked Mm -hmm. about this last week and said, nah, I don't want the seven. I don't want the seven. I want the AC. But go ahead, man. AC, yeah, man. Because, again, 
as I mentioned earlier on this podcast, the Celtics were ready to play whoever was a seventh seed and was going to give them that work. And that's going to be, they're going to be done in four or five games and the Celtics will be rested. So I did not want to see a Celtics team um, at all. And I'm glad Miami lost. And again, setting us up against the Bucks. The Bucks, ladies and gentlemen, just in case you forgot, living underneath a rock. Um, the Bucks are without one of their big three, Chris Middleton. Um, Chris Middleton. So is he not playing, period? He's hurt. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to late game situations, when Giannis is tired and exhausted, who got the ball? Who was there? Took always talks about a closer. Who was the closer? Was Chris Middleton. Now he's not there. I'm looking at the injury report right now. Nobody on it for Milwaukee, so maybe he is playing, but he's still not as effective as he yeah, was okay. last year. So, And let's right. say he is playing. Perfect. Right. I, I could care less if he does, but he, to your point, he's still not to the level of closing that he was or has been in his years past. Jimmy Butler's on a tear in regards to closing. Bam understood his assignment last game. He didn't have to score a lot, but Tuka gave you more than two rebounds, didn't he? Gave you about 17 of them things. The one didn't time he? I didn't bet him to get at least four rebounds. <laughs> Thank you, Bam. Yeah, four points, but shit, I don't <laughs> Yeah. Um, now, the thing that hurts against the Heat, the Heat for the Bucks, is the Bucks' size. Um, whether you're talking about uh, Lopez um, or Portis, Portis grabbed about 15 of them things the other night uh, whenever they played last as well. And so I think that that's one thing that's going to be challenging for the Heat. But the Heat are built with players that don't care and will go get it. We don't. Max Schroes gave up 31 points the other night. Um, but this team will be led by Jimmy Butler versus Giannis. I'm, I, who, how dare I not take the Heat? I'm taking the Heat. The question is going to be, am I taking the Heat tonight? My son said yes. I'm saying yes. My son said yes. So I'm going yes too. I say Heat win game one. We can lose game two. But right now, Bam, understand your assignment. You almost cussed on this show. I mean, you can. It's ours. You can. I mean, I don't care. Well, I mean, you know, you're right. You're right. You're right. But I did go to church this morning, so I don't want to be too much against the Lord. Um, At the last but, week with the the, the, the offering play. <laughs> in front of hey, when I listened to that again, I said, oh, man, I might be going down. Um, but I will say, if we can just remember – how to play Miami Heat basketball. If we can get that wall built back up, if we can use Kevin Love six fouls um, against Giannis, if we can insert other players to use fouls against Giannis, we'll be fine. The other part here, though, the other part is someone is going to have to guard Jay Rue as hard as Jay Rue is going to be guarding anyone else, Drew, my friend. And so that's going to be the test right there. So if we can find someone to guard him, I'm not, Giannis is going to score his buckets. He's going to get his rebounds. There's nothing you're going to be able to do about him. But if we can stop him, Drew, from what he's doing, is there a resurgence for Kyle Lowry maybe for getting some of these, um, whoa, just just the fouls, just the fouls. I don't need him to score he 32 points well again. He played well the other day. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. He played well. Yeah. That was, yeah. that was, you remember what I said about superstars who old? They give yeah. you one game <laughs> of, of greatness, <laughs> then they go back to being trash. That's probably yeah. what that was. But go ahead. 
Yeah, no, no, I, no. I, I just need him to get some fouls. That's all. He, he's the best at taking a charge. That's what we need. We need changes of momentum. We can ride this. I got us winning game one, and I'm gonna take the series as well. Here's the thing, Shitty, and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but we put a lot, a lot of emphasis on the wall that was built around uh, Giannis back in the bubble. If you look at the player roster that you have now versus the bubble, and I'm going to actually bring up that roster, you got Bam, which, you know, <laughs> hopefully he can get average more than four rebounds this game. I mean, this series, we'll see. You know, that's to be told. But you also had Jay Crowder, who is a part of the Bucks now. Uh, da, 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 da. You had Kelly Olenek. That's underrated. You talk about underrated big man. He's a underrated role player that's going to do what you need to do. Hence, we're going to help create that wild big body. And then you had, you know, Iguodala played a little bit. You had Miles Leonard played a little bit, but those two, three minutes matter. And you had Derrick Jones Jr., who's long, lengthy, and everything. You go from that to Kevin Love. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who's your backup center? Um, his his last name is Ibayo. That's our backup center. Exactly. That's that those those two things alone, like those are my issues when we talk about this heat team. Granted, I do want the heat to beat the Bucks, to be honest with you. But because the Bucks have Giannis, because the Bucks have, like you said, average size with Porters and, and Lopez, you got Drew Holiday who's going to rebound himself too. It's like all these factors coming into one. And you got Jimmy Butler and you got hopefully a Max Shrews. You got hopefully a top 10 Larry. You got, I can't even say Duncan Robinson. I don't think he played last game. You got hopefully a Tyler Hero. You know what I'm saying? So it's too many hopefully's on the Heat side that we call, we're going to call this the hopeful Heat. No, we got too many hopeful heat versus a Bucks team who's like, hey, we smell blood and we finna go out here. That being said, I want the heat to win, but I still got the Bucks, especially if they get they home game one. Uh, like Lito just said, they have problems scoring against the, the Bulls. They have no interior defense whatsoever. And if you have trouble scoring against that, you're gonna have trouble scoring against this this Bucks team. So the hopeful heat, hopefully, y'all can get to five games. If it's not a sweep, we'll see. See, you're a diehard Miami Heat fan, right? And I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't switch my teams, no sir. <laughs> okay, I just want to ask you this next question: What is the best case scenario for the Miami Heat organization for this series? What's best case? Best case? I think the best case scenario for the organization is still to win the series. I, I'm not. I would never. If there's an opportunity for us to win a championship, then I'm never going to say, oh, I hope we get out the first round or the second round or what have you. If there's a chance for us in the playoffs to win, win. I know what you're going to go, where you're going. <laughs> yes. And we can still make these moves because we're going to notice that we need scoring. I just wanted to be sure yes. that where you were, where your headspace was. Because I was yeah. like, the best case is for y'all to get the hell up out of there as soon as possible and call Portland and be like, hey, What's up with Dane? They'll still be, he'll still be available. He'll still be available. <laughs> but but the sweep will make it more more immediate. <laughs> it makes it happen faster because it's like, all right, man, we trash. Get all these bombs out of here, man. Get 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 Tyler Hero ass. He a villain. Get get his ass out of here to Portland. Get get uh Duncan Robinson Sheen looking ass out of here. Get uh Max Struess who shot well for like one game ass out of here. Get who, who who else? Pat Riley. You can go back to retirement ass. Gabe you can get Vincent, out of here. Get Kyle everybody Lowry. out of there because like. Get y'all need Damien, y'all need Dame Dollar to be in South Beach with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. And the best case for that to happen immediately is for y'all to get swept. 
I think y'all out of there in five games. I'm I'm sorry. I like I believed in Miami initially for for a split second in the play in. That first game was all I needed to know. I was like, you know what? They are not the same Miami Heat. <laughs> yes, I am checking scout. <laughs> but they, they not the same Miami Heat. They just it's just not the same. And I think that an immediate sweep or a gentleman sweep will be enough pressure for Pat Riley to say, all right, let's 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 move some pieces around and figure out what we if you gotta trade Jimmy Butler, I would trade Jimmy Butler if I can get Dane Lillard. I personally would. I, I was like, you know what, Jimmy, nice run. Go out to Portland where it's weird, where you can go be weird with your coffee and your hairstyles, and, and we'll move on with Dame and Bam out of bio. That's just me. So I get I get the heat getting up out of there in four or five games. It'll be it'll be quick, efficient. <laughs> Shark said, I'm tired of the Dane chatter. I don't believe it. It needs to happen, Shark. It needs I'll to happen. Zach Levine. Zach Levine. I don't know about that one. He ain't here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did Aiden say no? Aiden <laughs> <laughs> be knowing, man. That's all I hate. Aiden be knowing, man. Aiden be knowing. All right, next series. Uh, we got the Clippers versus the Suns. Took still. Took, you still feel? Who winning game one, Took? What's, what's going on? Who winning game Phoenix. one? <laughs> Get them out of here. Next spot, I'm going to have my broom ready. Four, I, I, said four, I said five. I give, I give one of them. said a broom. Game. Okay. I say I say they'll get one in LA, but no, 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 get next series. Put a get get a broom with a tie on it, a gentleman speak. Get a broom with a tie on it. I have one ready for next five. <laughs> How many games until? Let me see. I gotta look at look at their series real quick. Cause next Sunday is what seven days? Well, obviously seven days from now. Let me see. Suns, they play today, Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah. They got four games by next Sunday. So we're gonna see. We gonna see next Sunday. I, I'll hold off on on that series just for that reason. Just for I'm, that. Hold, I'm gonna hold off on it for just for, just for that reason. We are gonna come back again next week and revisit this conversation. That's what we are gonna do. Yeah, I'm gonna have my my broom regardless. <laughs> yeah, I, again, most locked in KD will ever see. He even got a haircut, so he got a haircut. You saw it, bro. He got a fresh one. Uh, like a, a line. He got nah. an actual line. Now nah, that's like, not like, well, somebody well, from well, Memphis well. shopping, bro. Somebody <laughs> from Memphis shop KD, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a line. Hold on, man. I got, I got he, he chop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless nah. you know, we got AIs coming over and taking over the music scene too. But hopefully, yeah. yeah hopefully, we see Kevin Durant with a fresh chop. <laughs> I'm hoping so. We see it. It's a wrap. Okay, wrap it up. Okay, I'm gonna hold off on this one. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just hold off because y'all disrespected Kawhi Leonard last week. I'm gonna hold off. I'm still so, picking so, Phoenix. Oh, no, 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 no. So you, you think that? The Clippers have a chance to win, the, uh, not the game, the series against the Suns. I said, I said, right now. I said Suns in seven, right? That means they had a chance in game seven to win. So, yes, they have an opportunity to win this series. Absolutely. However, your signature said the Suns. Suns. I'm saying Suns, okay, yes. Yeah. Sure. I'm saying Suns, yes. So you're but, still disrespecting Kawhi still because you're still saying but that the Suns are going to said win. a sweep in five games. Like, Kawhi, Kawhi can win some games now. Now we're being disrespectful again. That's two straight weeks of disrespect to Mr. Kawhi Leonard, the robot. Talking about AI, the robot. No, no because we had to remember, we had to recall your memory that Kawhi beat the Damn Warriors it, because KD. I hope it wasn't because <laughs> KD went down. That's why. Chop KD equals selling metal. That's hey, for now on. This this show will be called Chop KD. This episode, will be called <laughs> Hopeful Heat and Chop KD. 
you being nice this Sunday five game. Hey, look, I, we, will, we, will, we will see y'all next Sunday. That's what I'm going to say. We will see y'all next Don't let them win game one. Do not let them win game one. That's what I'm going to say. They can still be out in five. They could, exactly. but it's a good start. <laughs> <laughs> and you talk about like, like even I said last podcast, I'm not disrespecting Kawhi. I'm disrespecting everybody around them. And the yeah. fact that you got the best player in the league ain't lost a game yet, and now he's at a home game, and you want me to think he's gonna lose a home game? And he just got Ooh. swept last year, and he got swept last. <laughs> okay, I can't wait for this one. I might yeah, watch all games today. I can't wait. I can't wait for this one. Oh man! All right, last series is Timberwolves and Nuggets. I mean Nuggets in like four. I don't have nothing to say about that. Timberwolves. Well, actually, then again, I don't know because because the Rudy Gobert situation kind of helped. Open the eyes of everybody to what's going on, and maybe they play him differently or adjust the minutes. But I mean, I just think the Nuggets gonna just they just too much better than Timberwolves. I don't think it's a series. I got the Timberwolves winning. Win game one or get the series. Series. I do. I like where your head's at too. I do. We might need a new co-host. I said on this podcast even last week. We're about to see Joker make a joke out of himself. <laughs> I don't want it to be the case because he's probably finna be the third time. The title, Actually, of this episode, the, the title of this episode will be Took Disrespectful. That's 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 it. Disrespect? That's, take that, it. I, I just I can't. I, 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 it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm muting myself. Y'all go ahead. Go ahead. The game is about to slow down, and y'all two-time, maybe going on three-time MVP, still don't know how to protect the paint. I'm expecting Anthony Edwards not to sell. <laughs> and even if so, I'm expecting him and Cat, they not they both not gonna have bad games. So it may turn into a thing of who guard uh who guard and cat. Talk crap all you want him. He's the best best three-point shooting big in the league. And then you got Rudy Gobert. I that's gonna be the X factor as he is for sure. But I think him being in that paint playing defense is like literally turning the nuggets into a three-point shooting team. And y'all know how I feel about three-point shooting teams in the playoffs. Get him out of here. Cat ain't going to the rim, though. he have opportunities, too. He will have opportunity, And even if so, if he's not going to the rim, that means his shot falling. Oh, he's putting up the win. But I'm, I'm, expecting, I'm expecting Edwards to have a, a good series. Um, if he don't, of course, everything I just said, throw it out to him. If he can give me 25 points a game, watch out for the team. Yes, I said it. And you're sleeping on Kyle Anderson too. The, uh, turn the Nuggets to a three point. A three, turn that that need to be their schedule. Turn the Nuggets to a three point shooting team. Yes, I said. Listen to I'm 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 not sold. I'd already bought some stock in that Timberwolves stuff you're talking about right there because you said I want to make sure we're clear. Two, the trade that happened for Rudy Gobert was to stop John Morant. Well, we'll see how Rudy Goldberg does against Joker. And to your point, who's guarding AD? Ooh, DeAndre Jordan going guard. Cat? DeAndre Jordan might not even play 10 minutes. Exactly. So for once, I I, I can see the Timberwolves. I'll, I'll side with you, too. I'm going to side with you. Took and shitty disrespectful. How about that? <laughs> That's the what the hell is going on today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we we just we just have Easter, and after the the Lord has resurrected Himself, we just we just say, you know what? 
we just gonna we, we just gonna just disrespect the 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 basketball guy. Y'all y'all sitting here telling me mm-hmm. this Timberwolves team. Mm-hmm. How, how many games? How many games they win? What, what's what's the what's the number? Well, they gotta win four games to win. I, the I'm series. saying like the series. Like what, what, what's the series? <laughs> what, like six, seven, twelve. I, like I'm. How, I, how, that's how, how, <laughs> it's hard because if we, it's not hard. Y'all just picked them. Y'all just picked the Timberwolves over the Nuggets. I did. Did y'all I just did. not see the Timberwolves last week? Did y'all not just see their best perimeter defender punch the damn wall? Their mm-hmm. best post defender is trash, and I'm supposed to believe they're supposed to stop probably the best half court offense, like like right now in terms of like the Joker and Jamal Murray and Aaron and your boy too, Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter. Like, that what? is my boy. I do like Aaron Gordon. That is my boy. I'm trying to make. So how many games? How many games? Let me know. I go seven. I cannot believe y'all. I can't believe this. They could win. I like you, Speedy Spivey. I, I, I like you. <laughs> I like you. You should be on the pod more, but yeah. uh, man. And then before I, yes, wow. I agree. And then I, then wow. my feelings just got hurt. No, I. The Timberwolves have a chance. I'm gonna retract my statement. Have a ch- No, 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 no. You put I, down I, the card. The card's no, no, on no. the table. It's on the table. I see it right there. Have you? And we put the card on the table for you to be a Lakers fan week after week after week. I I'm pulled changing. that card out. We've been changed the game. The game been changed for like three years. And I still ain't gave y'all, y'all black cards back yet either. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what you doing, buddy? <laughs> so I was I was gonna say I do believe the Timberwolves can win the series, but then I then I had to recall myself about who their coach was. Oh no, the card oh, damn the little jokers on the table. It's <laughs> yeah, the and the table. big joker oh, says that they're gonna win the series. <laughs> <laughs> that that if it was a different coach, I promise you, the the Nuggets would be done in probably six. But because of their coach, actually, I do not believe that they can win that series. Y'all niggas reneging. What y'all doing? Y'all reneging. Ain't no reneging. No, nah, because like that, that's key <laughs> though. Like I forgot that they got a slow ass coach. That yeah. that is key. The car is right there. I see it right there. Mm-hmm. And I picked you. it up. No, no. I picked it up. Give me your books then. Nah, give me your books. You can give have your book. <laughs> Nuggets win. <laughs> Nuggets win. But, the Timberwolves, but the Timberwolves have, <laughs> a, have a chance. Like that, that's the problem. The Timberwolves have, that's the problem with the Nuggets is that the Timberwolves and AC have a chance to beat them in the first round. And if they had a better coach, then they would be up out of there in six. I promise you that. But like because that. they don't have a coach that can do what needs to be done, they may be done in five. That's how big coaching is a issue and a problem in Minnesota. You can't be up 20 points and then lose a lead and not call timeout. You can't lose the game that they lost to get to this seed because they had the game won against the Lakers, to be honest, even though we're being Lakers fans, they went into OT. A better coach would have had them ready to win that game and be a seventh seed. You gotta convince me of that. We've been saying that for two years now. You gotta convince yeah. me. So actually, I, I yeah, I'm 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 off him. Wow. They need to get rid of him. Sorry, Tim. But again, if they had a better coach, yes, they'd be done. The Timberwolves would win the series in six. Wow. Damn Look. it. It's like a part of me want to agree with you, and I do agree with you. Like they they coach do be selling, but Selling man, he girl scout man. <laughs> the, the, the feeling that I got about the Joker is, it, I don't know what it is, man. It's, it's maybe I'm hating. Maybe save, I'm hating. save it for the next round because KD will take care of him. Ah, oh, easily. 
Oh, Easy. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't let my boy KD say, oh, I kind of want this. I kind of want the Nuggets to win. <laughs> now, now playing defense is going to be a, a, a situation now. I would yeah, agree I with that. I want the Nuggets to win. <laughs> I would agree with that. Like, it's that that's different than the Timberwolves. Yes. <laughs> But no, nah, man, I, I just, I just, I didn't even bring up Chris Finch until you talked about it, uh, CD. Right. Like, um, it just lets me know, like, the Timberwolves could be a great team if they had a different coach. Absolutely. But right now, I didn't even factor him in. I just think that I, roster to roster, no. Unless Ant Man turns into a superstar this series, I just can't see it. I, I, but hey, we'll find out tonight. At least game one, yeah. anyway. We'll find out in game one. All right, uh, let's end it up right here then. So one more topic. We do have the topic of uh, to mention from young star to star. So kind of just paint the picture for us. Uh, to- yeah, so pretty much on Twitter, a bunch of people were talking about uh, specifically <laughs> Brandon Ingram and how, you know, again, he just lost. And they, a lot of tweets were calling him. I wish I had the tweet that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were calling him young star Brandon Ingram loses in the playoffs. And my thing is he's been in the league for a good minute. So I wanted to ask y'all, like, what what is the definition of a quote-unquote young star? Like, do we put an age on it? Do we put experience on it? And then when do they make the transition from a young star to an actual star? So I, think I, guess- for, I think for me, like, once you get that contract, <laughs> let's go. Like, you, if I gave you your – well, I'll say this. Once your contract, contract starts – No, you're, you're, well, you got your rookie contract and then your, con- max, your max contract. So mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram has, is on the max now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on top of that, Brandon Ingram is what twenty. Let me see, he's twenty five, I believe. He'll be twenty six this year. Hey, young no more. You finna enter your prime, man. Like, nah, you let's go. It's, it's time to play ball. Now, the question or the problem is with, and this is the case for a lot of other uh, young stars to stars, is your organization is trash. Like the Pelicans, um, I mean Zion in general. Like that's just that's a whole nother topic. Cancer. <laughs> that's one topic by itself. But the Pelicans organization has been shown to make bad move after bad move after bad move they were making like their fans were making claims that they had won the ad trade no you did not because one ad has won a ring so the lakers technically won that trade and then two your prize possession zion zion williamson has played like no playoff games so it's like what exactly did you win and he's not getting any healthier from my point of view um ingram he had a a, a good play in terms of like the numbers, but he has nothing around him, which I think is indicative of the organization of, of the Pelicans. And then for, like I said, for the young star to star other players that are going through the same situation who are being challenged to carry their, their team. It's like, you still need help, man. Everybody, every star needs some kind of support and it's on the organization to help them. But I think right now, Brandon Ingram, if once you get your contract and that contract starts and you pass like, you like 25, I guess, is a, a nice number to start with. You will start now, man, so you got to show up, but you also need the help, too. So let me ask you this real quick, because I kind of equate it to playoff experience. Like, playoff experience to me equates to chances to win, a, 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 appreciate it, bro, a, a championship. And with John Morant, let's, for example, he's literally been in the playoffs every year. Play every year. First year. So would he be considered a young star? Or would he still be considered a star? That's that's a that's a great that's a great question because I think he a star. Regard, I mean, I like like so I say this: there are certain players who transcend like what it means to be a young star and a star. 
John Morant is he's a needle moving player. He makes the entire team better. I mean, you could argue that some of these players are not going to be as good as they they are if John Morant isn't there. I mean, not, not like it's an organizational thing. So the Grizzlies they work well as an organization. But if you move this team, this roster to like New Orleans or Charlotte, it's a different situation. So it's kind of a perfect storm of having like a good like GM, a good owner good players and then a good superstar in John Morant that makes it to where he's not considered a young star, but he, he is a star in that case. So I don't think you'll have too many stars out the gate. I mean, we had LeBron, LeBron's a star out the gate. Uh, Kobe, Kobe, a star out the gate. Shaq, Shaq, a star out the gate. Uh, a player like Anthony Edwards, he's a great player, but he doesn't have the intangible to be a, a star right now. He's not ready. Like he's right already now. been in movies though. <laughs> hey, <laughs> he has he's, a, he's a movie he's star. Got, got star. Okay, but yeah, I, I think Ant Man has the capability, but it's the organization holding him back, having that trash coach making trades for Rudy Gobert that holds it up. And if anything, I think Chris Vern talked about this. They're expediting the process to force him into superstardom when he's he's not quite ready just yet. Um, he he'll get there at some point, whether it be in Minnesota or somewhere else. But I think to put that on him, for example, will be too early, I think. Yeah, um, I'll try to answer the question, but not. I don't feel like there's a, a good enough answer here for what is the difference between a young star and a star. Because I'm looking at the rosters of, of the team and just look at the standings themselves. And I'm like, okay, what made this person go from a young star to a star? And to me, I think, in my opinion, I think it's consistency is key. So I think it has to be at least two years of you doing well with whatever it may be. And what I mean by that is, i.e. a Jalen Brunson. Um, Jalen Brunson has had, now we're into his second year of him being a successful person. So one year could be like, oh, okay, you know, whoop-de-doo, he did it, right? But two years, I think we started equivalent him to more of a star. So to speak, SGA is a star, right? Last year wasn't his season, but that season before when he had Chris Paul, he was balling. Um, even in the bubble situation and stuff like that. He's a star. I don't, I mean, you can't be, I feel like, okay, let's put it like this. I don't believe anyone over the age of 25 should be called a young star. By 25, to Savage's point and everyone else's point, you should be into your prime or at least you're about two steps away from your prime. So by 25, we should know the right on the wall for Pablo, uh, Pablo, right? Um, I'm trying to think of some other players right now, but Victor, Victor, at Victor some point. right? You know what I mean? Like by 25, I guess if I'm only even age, right? 25 will dictate whether or not he's going to be a star or he's still a young star. Because I feel like that number equates to someone being young in the NBA when I really don't see the difference between 25 and 26. But teach his own. And it's one more. It's one more player that comes to mind too. And I want y'all opinion on it. Like, is he a a young star? B a star? Or C none of the above? And that player is Trey Young, because we've seen Trey Young come a couple of years ago and steal the NBA. He was called at How old is he? Young. He, uh, he's twenty four now. Okay, like literally right now, he came to like in like I said two years ago. So I guess he was twenty two. You know, stole the NBA, had a great playoff season. Then this year coming to and you know he's not even an All Star. So it's like, is he a young star? Is he a star? Is he a none of the above? Because he failed to make the all-star game despite averaging 25 and 10. Mm. 
I think that I think he didn't make it this year one because of just the way that the Hawks started and just a, it was just tumultuous stuff going on all early part of the year. It turned it turned around a little bit with Quinn Snyder being being higher and then Murray playing much better. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna equivocate uh, Trey Young to another player in history, and I'm gonna say because I wanted him or want him to be somewhere else and get traded, I see it as kind of like Steve Nash's. Uh, Steve Nash started with Phoenix, I believe, and then got traded to uh, Dallas. Dallas. Was no, he started with, with Dallas. Started with Dallas? Mm-hmm. I think he started with Phoenix first. I think it was Phoenix and Dallas. Dallas. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got to think about uh, the blind hair, bro. He had no blind hair in, in I'm trying the team. Somebody look it up real quick. <laughs> we got to look it up real quick. But either way, he he was he was traded at some point early in his career. Um, uh, and and I want to say it was Phoenix, man. I think it was Phoenix first. I feel like it was Phoenix. I can put. I can bet you $10. Let me see. Hold on. I feel you like- got to think, bro, because Steve Nash, he played, he he, he had like the – Nah, yeah, he started – he got drafted by the Mavericks and then got to the Suns, and then from the Suns went to the Nets and then came back to the Mavericks. Steve Nash came into the league. Nah, look, 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 look at that right here, 96-98, Suns, traded to Dallas. And traded Dallas. Yeah. No, he, he right was, here. But who was he drafted by? He was drafted by the Mavericks. Drafted by because I remember seeing Steve Nash in a Mavericks looking uniform, looking like a what Jason kid you got pulling up, man. Tuesdays, this is is literally Steve Nash 1994 round one, pick two. This Steve, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, Steve Nash, Nash, my fault. I'm looking up Jason Kidd, my fault. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally Steve Nash. It says 96, 96, 98, Phoenix Suns, and then he was traded, I think, during around Dirk's draft to Dallas because they got paired together then. Look, oh. yeah, they're my favorite point guard of all time. I know this. Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know, I know a little something about Steve Nash. But, uh, but my yeah. Apologies. So, he should have been two play? MVPs, by the way. He played two, he played like a little bit. He won like, when he, he got traded. So oh, it was yeah. like he won, he won all that at first. But the um, point is, like, I feel like uh, he's going to spend some time with his first team and then some other team with a better player, like a star player, is going to partner Trey Young with him, preferably like a big man. Um, and then I think from there, we're going to see him. Developed to what he could be. He has great potential. The man can score. I ain't gonna be disrespectful to Trey Young. He can score. He can pass. But he can't be your guy. You cannot have Trey Young be your guy. Uh, and so I think he's he's not a young star in my opinion because I feel like he's he's gonna get paid at some point by somebody. So once you get paid, it's like all right, it's time to, to rock and roll. So I won't I won't say he's not a star because he has some type of gravity uh, to his game. But I think he won't. We won't see his his stardom until he's partnered with somebody similar to what Steve Nash developed to a little bit with Dirk. He was all star with the Mavericks for a little bit. Then he got traded again back to Phoenix and became a two-time MVP. We're not talking about that right now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you're saying based on uh, the second contract is when you take the young off. I would personally, I would, because once you get paid, now I expect you to be who you, who we paid you to be. And that's why Zion, I'm looking at Zion crazy. I'm like, mm, come on now. You need to do something. You need to play. Yeah, and if I'm going to throw a little paprika on here as well, I agree with what Savage is saying in regards to the organization is important because Trey has been in what? Three had three coaches, different yeah. coaches, right? Um, and so not understanding what is his actual role with this coach and this scheme, and they got this coach midseason. Uh, actually, his last two coaches have become midseason, actually, now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. So it's I think it does deal with the organization and what the organization needs from you at that time. Atlanta needed him and traded for him, you know, in the Dallas, speaking of Dallas, the swap picks, right. Uh, to get Trey and Lucas switch. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Trey was Trey took him all the way to the Eastern conference finals by himself. Literally what it felt like. 
Mm-hmm. And then has dipped down since then. All right, it happens. But I think the organization and what they were going through has hurt his development in regards to being an absolute star. He does need to be paired with someone else. Um, I think he, I'm going to call him a young star for now because of his maturity with how he's dealt with yes, the sir. previous coach situation. Now, once I see a whole year of what he can do, I can drop that young off of Trey Young mm-hmm. and he could become a regular star. Trey star. <laughs> yeah. So one more, so one more question because you literally just brought it up and I want y'all to opinion real quick. Okay. Today, looking back at it, who won that trade? The Luca and Trey Young trade, man, that because that's... they both went to a, a conference, finals, <laughs> conference finals and then missed you know, playoffs. They both now may potentially ask for a trade this summer, so it's like who who won? I just want y'all to paint real quick. <laughs> I think I think I think Dallas fumbled it themselves because mm. they technically. I mean, well, I say this: both teams. I think if you if you go back to that trade and and told both teams, hey, we're gonna swap these players but we're both still going to make a conference finals. I think most people will, will take that. Like, you know what? Okay, within the first, what, three, two, three years? Yeah, we'll take that. So I think that it, it helps, but context matters. Dallas blew up their team for the sake of getting Kyrie Irving and messing up their defense. Uh, the Hawks can't trade John Collins for whatever reason. They bring in DeJounte Murray, coach, a coaching carousel almost every single year. So they're both honestly bad situations. If I'm if I'm being honest, I, I can't pick one that's better than the other. Um, and I guess if you if you're looking at like Atlanta, if you trade Trey Young, you can get value for that. So I think Atlanta's in a better position than Dallas. But I still feel like I mean, I, Luka, Luka Doncic is a better player. So it's like you know, it's 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 hard. I can't say who won that trade to be honest. Yeah, it's hard to, to say who won the trade as well. But if I'm gonna continue what I was saying with the different coaching options that have happened in Atlanta. I don't believe that all that happens with Luca with Atlanta. And so I will say the Mavericks won it and Atlanta fumbled it. And I guarantee you if Luca was with that team, if we swap places so to speak, I think Luca can carry the Hawks team a little bit differently than how Trey Young has carried his team um, of the Hawks. And so I will say that Atlanta fumbled, Dallas won. Um, yeah, and I'll leave it at that. Okay. What do you, what do you think? Who think won that trade? I'm curious what you think. Mm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, honestly, I like when you said Atlanta kind of fumbled, but then again, like, let's say per se, the Hawks do trade Trey on, right? Mm-hmm. I think whoever trade, they, they trade Trey on for, and you add Jonte Murray to that and Clint Capella, I think you're in a better position than you trade Luca to somewhere, bring in whoever you bring in, and still he's gonna be alone by himself. So I think you know, considering like I said, you I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go house. Like I said, you trade each players, which you know what I'm saying, and the players that you get in return, who's in a better position? Mm-hmm. And I think the answer to that would be the house. So house. that's literally my like. Duncan's better player for sure, right? But like I said, for the sake of this, you know, both of them kind of fumbled. No, I ain't no kind of about it. Both of them, they both fumbled. <laughs> they both, both fumbled. fumbled. <laughs> you know, but at the same time, I think the Hawks bringing in Jonte Murray helped a little bit, mm-hmm. as far as like you know, they they fumbled, but they they got a chance to get the ball back. You get insurance insurance plan with Jonte Murray. Insurance plan. I, I was, and then you think about Dallas, they ain't got nothing because no. Hey, Luca, Kyrie. I told y'all Kyrie ain't coming back regardless. That's just my honest opinion. 
That's tough. So man. you trade Luca is like you literally. I don't want to use the R word to rebrand. You know. The... Oh, that's that's a that's a, that's a rebuild. That's a rebuild. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't want to say it, but um, you kind of cause it yourself. So like I said, to answer that, I I go to Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, don't get it twisted. All of Dallas was watching the Knicks game last night oh. and seeing how much they missed out on Jalen Brunson. <laughs> let's, let's not get it twisted. Look, Brunson, that's a star. That's a star right there. Because he, yeah, he he bad, he bad about it. Oh, sure. <laughs> All right, but we're going to revisit that in the summertime, man, because this summer going to be interesting, especially with that situation, the Hawks, because there was rumblings about Trey Young uh, being traded. And even he responded and was like, I mean, it might be true. It might not be true. It's like, nah, man, if it, if it ain't true, it ain't true. You would you would say that. So that, to me, lets me know something's going on there. So we're going to have to revisit that in the summertime. But that's, that's a good topic, too. Great topic. All right, so we're gonna be back next week, same time. Well, I don't know the same time, depending on how the how the, the stuff goes next week. But uh, we got games coming up today, so y'all enjoy the games. We'll see y'all next week. Stay safe. Be blessed. Peace.